Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabade Jagwal Ramnath, and my special guest today is Ebenezer Mamabolo, coming to us from South Africa. Ebenezer is a certified and licensed facilitator, coach, speaker, and trainer with the Maxwell Leadership Team. He is an author of the book, There Are No Secrets to Success. Ebenezer is also a life and computer hacker, and he has his own podcast show called Monetizing Purpose Podcast. Welcome to the show, Ebenezer. Ah, Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so great to have you. You know, we've had guests internationally on this podcast, but we've never had a guest from South Africa. So we're so honored to have you joining us today. Uh, it's, it's truly a great honor for me to be here. That's fabulous. Now, Ebenezer, I know I just said they're a life and computer hacker. Uh-huh. What I want to jump into is share a little bit about your journey on, you know, you know, from where you were to where you are today and including that story that how this podcast came to life. And if you can also share something about that computer hacker thing, that would be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I'm just curious. Okay. So yeah, I grew up here in South Africa and I'm, I'm a preacher's kid. My father was a pastor. So now because of the fact that my father is a pastor, I spent most of my time in church now, when you spend most of your time in church, one of the things that happen is that you you tend to attach or align yourself with whatever your parents are doing. You, you, you never have a chance to discover yourself. You never have a chance to discover what your purpose is because you are so focused on helping them fulfill their particular purpose that maybe God had called them to do. Now, with me, how I discovered this was that I got on a journey where I started to ask myself, besides all these things that I'm involved in in the church, what's really my purpose in life? How do I discover myself and my uniqueness even in the midst of what my parents are doing? So when I got into this journey of trying to discover myself and my purpose, I, academically, I studied computer science. So I did software engineering, hence that's why I'm saying a life hacker and a computer hacker because that, that, that's the career that I come from. Then, now while, while I was busy trying to discover myself and doing all these things, I remember one time we were attending a software engineering boot camp. Now, while we were busy in the software engineering boot camp, What really struck me was the fact that I never had some time to pursue my purpose. I had organized that I'm going to speak to these schools, I'm going to see these people. But whilst I was there, I never never had the chance because when you are hacking and doing all the IT things, you find that you never have have, have time for, for many things. So it was at that boot camp when I said that, no, 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 I love... And I enjoy the technical work that I do as an IT specialist, but no, no, it's not enough. I need to also be aligned with my purpose. I can't be spending all of my time and my day doing something that I enjoy, but yet it's not in line with my purpose and it's not getting me closer and closer towards its fulfillment. So when I, when I got to that realization, that's when I said that, you know what, it's time for me to do something that will fulfill me on the side. That's when I started the, the podcast. The podcast had been there for maybe one or two years, because every time when I would go to radio stations, when they would invite me to come and speak to motivate, I would record the snippet and then upload it on my podcast. But in that in that realization, when I realized that, no, 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 it seems like, no, 
I am doing what I'm enjoying here, yes, but no, no, I, I'm not getting closer and closer towards the fulfillment of my purpose. That's when I said, no, 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 I need to have something, a podcast or a course that I would create that will help people who are struggling with the same way that I'm struggling so that they will be able to know how to the, how do they discover their purpose and when they are done discovering their purpose, how do they get on a journey to doing what it is that they love full-time and earn a living doing what it is that they enjoy doing. So that's how uh, uh, the Monetizing Purpose podcast came about. Oh, I'm so happy that you had that journey, Ebenezer, because, you know, you talked about the you know, you got caught up in busy life, yes. you know, doing the things with your parents and you didn't have time to find your true purpose Yes, and the yes. things that made you happy and brought you fulfillment. Yes. And for many of us here also, you know, you grew up with your parents being pastors in the church. For many of us here, you know, you grow up, you go to school and then you continue with school and then you continue with school. <laughs> yeah. And then you, right after that, you're supposed to get a job yes. and go in and start growing in that job. And, you know, it's, it's only until much later in life that you realize that, hey, there should be more to life than what I'm doing. Yes, yes. You, you sort of go on autopilot and then one day you have that moment where it's like, I think I need to do something else because I feel empty. Yes, yes. And I'm glad that, you know, you've, you, you've said that that is finding our purpose and the thing that brings us that fulfillment. And yes. I'm happy that, you know, by accident, you stumbled across the podcast because you were doing these recordings with the radio station. Yeah. But I'm so happy that through the podcast, you found that, you know, you sharing that, that you know, those items that, that you were sharing on the radio station was helping other people. Yes. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of reading I've done on this purpose and on, and on this fulfillment, mm-hmm. and it's always tied to helping other people. Yes. That's what I have found so far. There's something unique about that that, you know, fills you up. Like they have a win, but you feel fulfilled because you were able to help someone else who was struggling. Yes. So as we dig deeper on purpose, I know we wanted to discuss some items on leadership purpose today. Mm-hmm. So how does someone identify that purpose and connect that with their leadership purpose? Or, or maybe before, before we get to that, you know, as much as we would get fulfillment from helping other people, while you are pursuing your purpose, don't forget about you. Because that that's one of the mistakes that I did. You know, you are busy helping everyone. You help whether you are a coach or a speaker. You are helping them achieve whatever it is that they are achieving. But you find that you are putting yourself at the back end. You are the last person for you to help, and that's where you get you you get a lot of burnouts. And you find that whatever it is that you are doing to help others, you never have got that time or those resources to help yourself. So while you are busy doing that, helping everyone, please, 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 don't forget about other people. I mean, don't forget about yourself. And, and, <laughs> and Ebenezer, to add to that, one of the metaphors I've heard from one of my coaches is you, when you're helping other people, you give from your saucer, yes. not from your cup, yes. because then you get overwhelmed because you give too much, right? Ooh, so you give the that. excess. Yes, you don't yes. give directly. That's going to impact you. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. So Ebenezer, so leadership 
leadership purpose. So what can you share with us on leadership purpose? Now, when you look at your life, I'm assuming that maybe you've discovered your purpose or, or yes, I'm assuming that you've discovered your purpose. Now, what you need to do is that in whichever area that you are involved in, just make sure that every decision it is that you are making, it's aligned with your purpose. If you are given an opportunity for you to lead, just check and weigh that decision and say, oh, Oh, I've been given an opportunity to do one, two, three, four, five. Now, if I'm going to be leading him here in this area, is it is this moving closer to to me fulfilling my purpose? Because one of the things that uh, I love what Miles Monroe said, he said that one of the biggest one of the biggest stealers of time and time fulfilling your purpose is to be too preoccupied with doing good things that are not right for you. Everything that you could be doing to help other people, to, to make an impact in society, to make an impact in your community, those are good things. But you are going to miss the fulfillment of your purpose if you get so caught up fulfilling those good things, but you realize that these things are not right with me. And I love what John Maxwell said. He says that what good would it be for you and I to spend all of our lives pursuing success only for us to find out that the ladder of success that we were climbing in our career, the ladder of success that we are climbing in our families, it's leaning against the, the wrong building. So to avoid you and I pursuing success and finding out that, no, those good things that we did were not right for us, make sure that whenever you are given an opportunity to lead, have something that uh, maybe... For example, now have have maybe have a list of one one to five things and weigh those things and say maybe for me when I look at my life and I look at the opportunities that I'm given, if there is an area that I want to make sure that it's always protected, maybe you say number one, it's my family. Have that on the priority list. Say this is my family. It's number one. Number two, maybe it's your business, if it's your business, if it's time alone, whatever, and have those five things. Now, whenever you are given an opportunity to lead and you want to lead purposefully, you just check and say, oh, I've been given this opportunity to lead this particular department at work. When I'm leading this department at work, will it move me closer towards me fulfilling my purpose? Then if you find that, no, oh, this is moving me closer to fulfilling my purpose, then then you can go on for with that opportunity. But if you find that, no, on item number one, it's not passing, let me move to item number two. Oh, it's also not passing item number two. Item number three, then you discover that no, 60% of the things that you'd be doing there would not be f- helping you fulfill your purpose. Then you know that no, whatever leadership opportunity that I've gotten here, it will not be a purposeful leadership engagement because when I weighed it down on my purpose, when I weighed it down on my priorities, it did not qualify. So that would help us to be able to lead purposeful leadership. Ebenezer, I I love that, you know, first tip there that you shared with us because many of our listeners here are in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what happens is you get that promotion, but then you have to sacrifice the the number one thing on your list, which is family time. Because Mm. now you're, you're, you know, you're a new leader in that role. You're putting in more hours. You feel you need to be on 24 seven. And then you, you realize you're missing your kids graduation, their soccer game and all of that. And those things were your number one priority. Yes. What happens there, like you said, is that feeling that you're not filling your purpose, you feel out of alignment. Yes. And then you start feeling miserable. Yes. And yes. then we have that little brain in our head that keeps saying, 
well, you wanted to go to your, your family's event. That was priority, but now you have to work or you're prepping yes. that presentation. Yes. So I love that you call that out because sometimes those leadership roles are not in alignment with us. And yes. for us having those priorities that we decide on before really helps us assess if that is the right spot for us. Yes, yes. So that was a great uh, tip that you shared with us. Any any other tips to share with us? Uh, you know, I, people think that uh, whenever I share this, talking about the priorities in life, most of them, they tend to think that I'm joking. So when they think that, no, I'm joking, I give them this example. I don't know about you uh, there in America and how you guys arrange your funerals. But here in Africa, you find that when there is a funeral, there is a day before where maybe you would be accepting uh, you'd be accepting the casket with the person who's laid to rest. Then there will be a funeral in the following day. Now, what happens is that if you and I don't take care of the right priorities in our life, what you will find out is that most of the times, I don't know, I, I don't know about you guys there, but here locally you find that a lot of people when they go on, uh, when they attend funerals, it's usually to say that to show the neighbors and to show everyone that, no, I came for your funeral or I came for your engagement. So next time, if it happens to me, also come. Now, what happens is that if you don't live a purposeful life and you don't prioritize your life with the right people or the people who matter, what's going to happen is that when that day comes, that fateful day comes and you and I would be going to be laid to rest maybe the following day. What's going to happen is that this, this is what usually happens when I observe the funeral arrangements. You find that the day before, when the casket gets in the home and it gets out of the hash, what happens most of the time is that what happens most of the time would be that the children, the family would be the one who would be crying. They are the ones who are going to fall apart, missing their father, missing their mother. But because the mother was so caught up at work, trying to meet the deadlines, trying to make presentations, those colleagues of yours, they won't be there. They, they won't be there because they will be saying that I'm going for the funeral tomorrow. They won't be crying for you because tomorrow, tomorrow immediately when you get buried, they would have found your replacement in the HR department. But because you, you, you have, you have ignored those important, those important priorities in your life, your family would be the ones who will be hurting the most. They will be the one who will be feeling the pain the most. So that's why I always say that make sure that whatever it is that you are doing, don't pursue your purpose and ignore the most important things in your life. You are the one who knows what's important for you. If what's really important for you is your faith, make sure that every decision that it is that you are making as a leader, every decision that it is that you are making even as an individual, make sure that it's aligned with those important priorities of your life because if you miss that, when that day comes, when that fateful day comes, some of us will be thinking about the chicken after, after the funeral service, thinking that, oh, will the chicken be fried? That's what we'll be thinking about. Some people will be thinking about their own appointments, but your own family, your, your wife or, or your husband or your kids or, or your loved ones, they won't be thinking the same things that everyone else is thinking. They will be thinking about the mark or the empty space that's left because of your absence. So make sure that in every field and every area you are at, don't let the important things be the last, thing, the last things that you do. I love that analogy you use there because many of us think, you know, we have lots of time mm -hmm, and yes. we never think that that day will come when, you know, we keep thinking we always have tomorrow, but we yes. don't. Yes, we in, don't. In truth, we only have this moment 
right now and making sure that that the actions we take this moment right now aligns with that purpose that we have or the, those priorities that we've set really helps us to move forward and protects, you know, those priorities. If we say that our priority is our kids, then we need to be there for them, not yeah. be caught up in work. Yes. yes, work plays an important part and, you know, your business plays an important part. But like Ebenezer said, each one of us needs to identify what that priority is for us personally and then address those decisions around those priorities now Ebenezer that was a really really important thing and I I want to ask you you know for our listeners listening today what's one action related to those priorities that that they can do today so that they can start you know assessing those decisions a little bit better the the first action would be have a way, whether you've got a journal or you've got something in your mirror that you, you want to, in the bathroom, wherever, have, have a place where you've written your priorities down. Have some time to think about what your priorities are in life. Then note them down. Maybe you can start maybe with a list of 10 or 20 things that you are, you, you, you think that they are priorities in your life. Then start asking yourself, when I'm looking at this list of 20 things, if this doesn't happen, will my life be better or worse without it? Now, while you are while you are busy while you are busy with that, you will find that the list gets smaller and smaller. Then you'll be left maybe with five or six or maybe three or sometimes even two things that really on your priorities list are important. Now, make sure that when you've got that when you've completed that you've got that small uh, that small amount of, of of things that are important to you. Now, each and every time when you are presented with an opportunity, each and every time you are presented with whatever opportunities that you are presented, have that at the back of your mind that okay, now this decision that I'm making, who is it affecting? If maybe on your priority list you've got maybe number one, your business, maybe number two, your family, and maybe number three, it's it's fun. When you check and say, okay, this decision that I'm going to make, does it, does it, uh, is it aligned with all three priorities of my life? Then you check, will this thing, will it affect me and my family and the relationship that I have with my family? Then if it won't affect, then okay, maybe we can give it a check. Then will this affect my business in a negative or a positive way? If it's affecting your business positively, then you can give it a check. Then the last one, will, will I have fun if it's fun, your other priority? Will I have fun doing this? And if you find that no, oh, everything checks out, then you can go if that opportunity you are given at work, then go ahead and take that opportunity. But when you find out, when, if you look at your list and you find that, no, hey, no, this, this won't be positively affecting my business. This will negatively affect the relationship that I have with my family and my loved ones. And if I do these things, I won't have any fun. Then you know, you know for sure that no, whatever it is that I'm doing, it's not aligned with my purpose and it does not help me get, uh, it does not help me become a better version of myself. Then you know that no. I won't be taking this opportunity if it's an opportunity. And Ebenezer, that is a great tip that our audience could put into practice right away. Yes. The, the one thing I want to add to that is once you've gone through that exercise and you've determined that priority for yourself, I encourage you to share that if you have a spouse or a partner so that together in that family unit, you guys know what the priorities are for that family so that when things come up, you know, decisions or challenges and so on come up in that family, at least then your foundation is the same when you're assessing those decisions. I think that's really, really important. Yes, it, it surely is. It surely is. 
Thank you so much for that. So Ebenezer, for our audience who want to connect with you, what's one primary way for them to connect with you? The primary way for you to connect with me, if you are going on social media, just search for Ebenezer Mamabolo. Whether you are, uh, mostly, I'm on, mostly I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. So whether, when you're on Facebook and LinkedIn, just search for Ebenezer Mamabolo, send me a friend request or just send me a, a private message and I'll be able to, to get hold of you. Okay, that's fantastic. And Ebenezer, we we spent some time today talking about that purpose and talking about your decisions, your priorities. Any final words of wisdom to share with our audience? My final words would be, remember that you are the one who knows when you've done a good job or not. You know, most of the times we, we tend to want to adopt other people's definition of what success should be. You need to be the one to define what is success for you. For me, I personally, my definition of success is that for me, success is the intentional pursuit and fulfillment of my purpose. And while I'm pursuing that purpose, I must be enjoying that pursuit and that fulfillment with my family and my loved ones. Now, when you've discovered your own personal definition of success, you are the one who knows that if I do this thing, I know I am successful. Don't get too caught up trying to uh, trying to trying to to, uh, to compete with the Joneses or whoever it might be. You know what success is for you. Make sure that whatever it is that you are doing, it's aligned with your priorities, number one. Number two, it's aligned with the way that you define success. Don't be too caught up. Uh, don't be too caught up thinking and, and prioritizing. Oh, someone is saying that success is financial success. If to you that's not financial success, success is not financial success, then make sure that everything that it is that you are doing is in line with your own personal definition of what success is. Because at the end of the day, you are the person who is going to bed with you. You are the one who stays with you in your mind. And when all of us are gone and our definitions of success are gone, you are the one who's supposed to be facing yourself. So make sure that you discover and define what success is to you and you live your life according to your own priorities. Ebenezer, thank you for sharing that with us because I think that is also a great takeaway for our audience today is success is such a broad term and each one of us needs to define what that is instead of just, you know, thinking, okay, I'll be successful. Like, what does that mean, right? Sometimes I hear people say, when I get rich, I will do this thing. And then what number do you need to get rich? Because then if you don't have those definitions, you would never reach it. You would always keep chasing. So I love that you said that. So that's something that I'm going to journal on to define what that success is. I have a good idea what it is, but I can't (laughs) articulate it yet. But that's going to be a takeaway that I'm definitely going to do. Ebenezer, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. It's a great Um, pleasure. Ebenezer's podcast and his contact information will be in the show notes at leadandlift.com. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for another Lead and Lift episode. And remember, you have the ability to lead and lift others along your journey.